Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of everyone's favourite football podcast, Fergie Time, uh, with myself, Keith Jackson, and the closing the title, Barry Ferguson. Um, Barry, well, weren't here last week. Uh, there's been a bit of catching up to do. Incredible scenes at Hamden at the weekend of the Betfred Cup final. Some big talking points after it as well. Uh, we've got European football to look forward to um, this week with Rangers obviously trying to qualify for the knockout stages of the Europa League and then it's back to the title race of the weekend so loads to get through hearts as well in the situation there loads to talk about um, let's start though with uh, an update for all our regular listeners on the national report well, you can see for yourself. <laughs> I have to say, if you, if only everybody could. This studio here in the Daily Record broom cupboard is lighting up, Barry. No, it's the not looking incredible. I don't know. Look, I say to you, we're all like, well, certainly you were winding me up about it. They don't look as bad. Nah, they look the part. No, they fit in. No, that was one of the things you go and get your teeth done. A lot of people are out of proportion. Some of them. They're not out of proportion. No, they're I not. I thought I did expect Bobby no. Firmino's. No, the dentist done a good job. As I say, I needed it done. I had a few bangs in my career and a few fillings and they were starting to go discoloured. So I thought, why not? So Process sore? Long. A few sore moments. Um, but no, look, worth it. Would you Still got a couple of things I need just um, sorted and then I'll be ready to go. Would you recommend it? I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Again? Them that said damage done to their teeth. Especially footballers, I've had a few broken tooth uh, teeth. Sorry, which I've had. Obviously, get them filled in, and over the years, they become a bit. I have discolored. to say, I have to say, I think it's a decent job. I think it's done well. I think you've done well. Yeah. While we're talking about stuff like this, mm-hmm. are you buying Ali McCoy's the reason for his shaving head, or do you think there might be something else going on there? Some other sort of no. No, what you think? I think it might transplant. It might well be the start of yes. <laughs> I think that makes more sense than I was looking for a normal one. Sorry, a number one, oh, and that's what, what do you know. The next thing, all my ears off. Well, listen, it's the way of life now. I've seen a lot of people, ex-teammates, get it done. Do you, um, need, do you need to get your head shaved? Is this, is that the starting point? I don't know. I've never had it done. <laughs> <laughs> you try to say that I'm getting this next. <laughs> I've got a full head of hair. No, look. no, you're not right in that department. Um, I don't know. Ah, Make coisty. Mm. I don't know. I think he, sh- he suits the old shaved barber. Nah, I think he suits it. Some people don't suit it. I didn't suit it. Remember, here's a wee thing, right? Here's a wee story. I look like an absolute... At this point in time, what age, what time, what year? Oh, I was probably about 20, 21. And I'm pretty sure that I wrote, and it was after you get sent off in a old firm match at Celtic Park, and I think I wrote something, me and you at this point, so everybody knows, we weren't the best of friends at all. No. It's fair to say. And 100% I might have, true. And I, <laughs> and I may or may not have written in my match report that you probably need to have a look at not having a skinhead because... That was a haircut that went wrong. That. Right, but but I'd said that, and that I had have, to get my hair shaved. Contributed to you getting that red card because even when you look at yourself in the mirror, you you look like that. Right, I'm going to have some. I no that that was a haircut went wrong. I I was asked for a certain number in the back of my head, and I never got it. And the guy made the mistake. What what were you looking for? I think it was a number. I think it was a two. 
And then they put the right clipper on. Oh, and I thought you meant you were going to get a number shaved into your no, head like a Ian Murray. No, 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 come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then obviously I had to get it off. Then it coincided with getting sent off. But that haircut had nothing to do. It was me. I was stupid, wasn't it? It did have something. You later admitted to me that that actually did affect your psyche when you had the wee shaving head. You did think... No, I always had that, that wee bit. A little bit. bit more aggressive. No. Listen. But it also marks you down. The referee's looking at you. The referee's going, oh, aye, look at this. Do you not think? You, you did agree years aye, later. but I don't you think it I had an, that. an impact on me getting sent off. I mean, I, I'd done something wrong, but listen, Jonathan Gold made the mess of it as well, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll just forget about that. It was a bad day. Right, a ba- anyway. It was a bad week, bad haircut. Bad game, <laughs> a bad night. That's right, so it was. So, as for another time. Um, talking about bad weekends for people who are a Rangers persuasion, Barry. Mm-hmm. Were you crying yourself at the weekend? There was a lot of tears after what happened at Hamden Park. I, I was just, I was disappointed because I thought Rangers, I've got to be honest with you, they, they dominated the full game. I, I thought I it was. I've never seen a cup final quite like it. Yep, yeah, it was really. It was a dominant performance. I thought for the, the start of the kickoff, Rangers showed real intent, similar to what Celtic done when they went to Ibrox. Um, yeah, in fact, it was almost a similar ploy. Yeah, launched the ball down. Right, and I so it. it's a, basically it's an intent. You're coming to mm-hmm. take the game to you, and for the first minute to the to the very last minute. Um, I thought Rangers were very, very good. Just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. Had a goalkeeper that was in top form. But I thought every Rangers player was played at a very good level. Um, Do you know, for me, I was watching it back, and it's funny you, you, you cast your mind back to the game at Ibrox because for me, Rangers launched that ball down the pitch. Celtic got thrown. Rangers hem them into the corner, win the ball back, and for about the first six minutes, Celtic struggled to get out of their own half. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're thinking, Rangers have really set the tone here. Yep. In much the same way that Celtic did at Ibrox, it was mm-hmm. it was like a flip of the coin. Yep. Um, and for that moment on, Celtic couldn't get out, they couldn't... No, they, they, they didn't let Celtic settle, that, that was the key. They, they didn't. They, they had a clear game plan. But it was the complete opposite of what Stephen Gerrard and where I think he got yep. it really badly wrong in the first game at Ibrox was that he, he took a backward step off Celtic. This yep. time, Rangers went in the front. Yeah, but I, I, I says, I says um, leading up to it, I thought both teams were going to go for each other. It was who got the grip in the game first and it was Rangers. Obviously, it helps when you get the kick-off, you hem them into the corner and then it's bang, it goes for there. Is it um, tactical though? See, because I'm looking at the midfield and you know people are saying... Rangers have actually probably got an extra man in there because they're, they're playing, you know, the formation dictates that Celtic were probably a man down in the middle of the park. As a midfield guy yourself, is that what you see when you saw it? Because Celtic just, they were they had to resort to missing out the midfield, playing long balls up to Morgan. Lewis Morgan, who mm. was in between the Twin Towers, wasn't he? So it was never going to stick. I, I couldn't understand it. And yeah, wondering. but I, no, I just thought it was like it was a real opportunity for Rangers to grasp, and I just thought it's a one-off game. It's different when you're playing. No, different when you're playing league games because obviously you've got an amount of games during the season. That's a ninety minutes to win a cup. I know it could get into extra time, but I just I, I thought Rangers were were very good. I've got to be honest with you. I don't think they'll play much better against Celtic. Is that and would that would that be the worry from the Rangers' point of view that Celtic will probably not play worse than that again? But you've season, got to see a lot of Rangers people might not play better than that again. See a lot, Celtic still won the match. A lot of people say Celtic were poor, but you've got to give Rangers credit. As Rangers made Celtic look mm. poor. They didn't let them get into the normal part and they play passages they play and obviously Scott Brown having time on the ball. Scott Brown really only came into it the last twenty minutes, yeah. or really when they. Morelos get sent off. Uh, sorry, no Morelos. Frank uh, Frank Paul get sent off. That's when Scott Brown kind of came mm-hmm. into the game. So yeah. I just thought all over the park Rangers were were a better team. But listen, you've got to put the ball in the back of the net. Rangers which come bring, up against which brings us to Alfredo Morelos. You've got to give the goalkeeper credit. Very good saves. I know you're going to come on to him. Uh, nine chances. I thought his chances. He done everything right, apart for the penalty. 
mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the penalty here. I'm talking about the chances in the first half. Right. Fraser Foster gets lucky okay. at one. The second one when he's done higher down the side, mm-hmm. he's coming across. What you ask your striker to do, keep the ball low and hard. Uh, and he's in, saved in, that, in that instance, he can't beat Foster at the, fr- at the front post there. He's got two bodies. No, I, I, two no bodies you're not going no, I'm, not, Kent being I'm not buying that. I want my no. striker to shoot and go there. Okay. Ryan Kent should be going on goal. Ryan Kent held off to the penalty spot. Mm-hmm. Looking for a cut of that. Right. If, you, if you ask any centre forward, any very good centre forward I've played with, they're going in there smashing that and go. Okay. Low and hard. All right, there was another opportunity then, maybe about 10 minutes after that. Morelis, 20 yards out, right hand channel. Kent makes a great run into the towards the penalty spot and is looking for the pass. Morelis actually takes a touch out to his right to, to get away and make space for a shot. When the easiest and the, the, the simple ball to me at that point is to Kent. Uh, and Kent, you could see his frustration starting to grow. And at that point, I'm starting to think, I think Morelis is in danger of losing it here. I think he's, I don't he's, not, think making, he's not making the correct decisions. And I think it's to do with this monkeying his back over the, the fact that he hasn't scored against Celtic. No, but I want my strikers to be greedy when they're in that box. Nine, nine times out of ten when you're playing my centre forward they're going to hit and mm-hmm. go now you go into the second half the chances I think it was Tavernier at the back post it was the tightest of angles he couldn't do any more the one where he's took mm-hmm. it to the side and the opposite side of that he shot across goal and he's just went past the post he's done everything right what you ask a, a forward to do is shoot across the goal mm-hmm. The only thing that I would question is the, the penalty. And the header. Should have scored the header. The header. He had a header in the second half, about six yards out. Header down into the ground. He's done everything right. He hasn't. If he's, He should be aiming that header for the line. Oh, come on. Come on. I think you're, you're clutching at straws here. I just, I just think it was a guy that was then making really mm. bad decisions. See the, the the header you're talk- see the header mm. you're talking about? Me as a manager and a coach... I'm telling my centre forward to do that. Header down. Header down, but should it not be aiming towards the line rather than... How far is is the ball away? It's not far away. It's a great reaction for Foster. Do Uh, do you know what? I've had a few arguments about this with my mates. mm -hmm. Only one I would criticise him is the penalty. Now, when I'm watching the game and I see Tavernier give him the ball, I'm thinking, what's going on here? But end the uh, argument. The manager came out at the end of the game. Yeah, but and yeah, says. But why was Tavernier going for the ball in the first place? If it had been decided before the match. But I don't think there should be any argument because the manager says to me, or no, says to me. Sorry, says to the the media after the game that. Morelos was a designated penalty taker so if so that happens think he was maybe just trying to take the no, heat off Tavernier no, or Morelos no or if he's been designated what happens in the dressing room right you're on the penalties right fine if that's been said in the dressing room end the argument but for Morelis me Morelos would surely I'm just for argument's sake here if you're Morelos and you win the penalty you go straight to get the ball Tavernier went to get the ball and then Tavernier hands the ball it didn't look to me as if Morelos knew I'm on penalties here I was the same during the game but when the manager comes out and clearly makes the point that he was a designated penalty taker and a loss it's end the argument for me well only if you take the manager at his word well, well I don't think the manager would come out and lie about that if he felt it was taking the heat off one or two players but then, then I, look, I think about it Tavernier's missed the last couple of penalties He's missed three this season. Yep. Yeah. So if you missed a few penalties, you might not feel great. So there's obviously been a decision made in the dressing room. It sits comfy with me. I end the argument. Did you think Morelis knew that he was on penalties? I would like to think. <laughs> it didn't look to me as if he did. I would like to think. That was only that was that that would only one that I would probably criticise him about. A lot of talk about the Celtic going well or not. The officials should have done better. I think that's really harsh. The the replays that I saw on it, I think it's the big toe of Julian's boot that's he's offside he is offside but right. it's, I mean it's beyond marginal right, he's offside not. Jacko he's Did offside would you expect that but to be called what I'll say is you wouldn't know it's offside you've got to concentrate on that free kick coming in you've got to 
defend better. You've yeah. got to defend better. You can't rely on. I'm asking you. Do you think the officials? Uh, to me, that's marginal. I think it's absolute borderline. I, I, I think, think criticising the officials for not seeing it at full full speed. I think it's offside. I think it's offside. One hundred percent is offside. But it is if you got Rangers VAR and have, slow motion. Rangers have got to defend it better because you don't know what's going on behind you. You're relying on the linesman. So what you've got to do is when that ball's coming in, as a defender or as a, a team, you've got to defend the ball better. The manager came out, I thought he handled it. I thought his wording mm-hmm. was bang on. I it's offside, totally agree with him. But also I 100% agree with him that you've got to concentrate and defend that first and foremost. He's got a clear run. I'm asking you a question because I've seen lots of people, heard lots of people yep. having a bit of a go at the officials mm-hmm. saying you've really got to spot that. I think it's so marginal. Uh, listen, it's close, but it's offside. Yeah, yeah I, technically, a hundred percent. The slow motion proves. Yeah, it. I, I, I expect, I expect officials to get that right. correct. If they don't get it correct, which happens, we ain't got VAR up here. So the Rangers boys have got to defend it better. He's mm. got a clear run on goal. Give him his credit. It's a very good finish. It's a great finish. But you've got to block him. You've got to be touch tight with him. Is that a concern for you? For the rest of this season, the the centre of this Rangers defence, Barry. That no, I thought I, I thought they were good. The combination, right? No, I've said to you a few times that it has been a worry. Mm-hmm. I thought they defended it. I, I thought they defended sorry better. I did. They were coming up against obviously Morgan, who's not an out and out centre forward. I thought when Edward come on, he's a good player. You've seen the difference oh, he made to... Massive difference. Uh, you've seen the difference. But at that stage, Celtic are down to 10 men. Uh, sorry, uh, Celtic are down to 10 men. Rangers are going for the game. Uh, it's still a, an area where I'm really... No, Edward uh, came on when it was 11-11. Aye, but when it went down to 10 men, obviously Rangers are going a bit more for the game. Mm, yeah. And it leaves a bit more space, space for, Celtic for, out, yeah. for Celtic to get out which obviously Mickey Johnson goes through and misses that chance. It's still an area where I'm not totally convinced. I'm really, I think, midfield to front. Rangers are good. Very good in the wide areas. Good competition. Just at the back, I'm still not convinced. Do you think, because I heard Gordon Strachan make a really good point, interesting point uh, on the TV, and he said for 60-odd minutes there, the Rangers coaching staff can go away and be delighted with themselves, give themselves a pat in the back. Mm-hmm. Tactically, they got it absolutely spot on. Yep, I agree. Couldn't couldn't have couldn't have done it any better. They worked Celtic out and they mm-hmm. get the better of Celtic tactically. Mm-hmm. He then said after Celtic get the goal, the decisions that the coaching staff made, that Steven Gerrard made, he might be disappointed with his own contribution at that point mm-hmm. because it didn't work. Yep. Do you see what Gordon Strachan means by that? And, and what right, do you think I Stephen Gerrard might think? I just thought I Rangers have... were getting a lot of joy in the middle of the park with a the formation they started off with. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, sometimes when you come up against 10 men, you, your brain tells you, that I'll need to fling another striker on, I'll need to put another winger on, I'll need to change things up. I just thought if we stayed, Rangers stayed playing like that, I think they would have got through them better. Mm-hmm. I so do. You wouldn't have put your, um, Jermaine Defoe in? No, I, I just thought things were going good. Or do you take Morelos off looking at how. No, you can't, you can't take Morelos off. You can't. Do you not think in, his head had gone? I mean, no, I, I think, listen, there's no doubt that the penalty miss affected him. I don't think the chances before that affected him. Don't you? No. Well, we were sitting in the press box no. and when Morelos took the ball, I turned to my colleague, Dave McCarthy, he had said, a cu- he's, got, he's got to miss this. Aye, but after he missed the penalty, people going on because he had a couple of wee incidents. I just thought you could see it coming from midway through the first I, th- I think it affected them after, after the penalty. Look, I've missed penalties myself and it does get to you. I don't think the chances he missed in the first half would have affected them. Mm. And after he missed the penalty, still get into some good positions. What so that about, tells me... What about if he'd changed, right? Here's, here's one somebody suggested to me. If you'd, uh, instead of changing your midfield just going to three at the back and putting two up front with that or what better given the dominance that Rangers had in the midfield no, I'm, not, I'm no a, a massive fan of three at the back but that's something that you'd need to ask your manager mm-hmm. they, they, you work clearly on 
things that happen in a game on the training pitch. Um, I just thought and he, will have getting, on, he will have worked on 11 v 10 I thought we are going to right back you keep Kent there because you put Kent into the, the and then Ayer sort get of booked. central role so you're on a yellow card I just like Ryan Kent and, and the way there I know he went to a central role Ryan Kent can play anywhere across there there's no doubt but that's something that the, the manager will, will go and look at I just think stick to what was going well yeah sometimes you, you feel oh you've got to go yep. gung-ho sometimes yep. a bit of patience yeah is is needed um, yeah. but look it's I, easy to say in reflection isn't it, it is it's easy to, look, a lot of people come up oh is that the right way to go against it look people have their opinions um, and like we sending Defoe on to play with Morelos up front he's obviously getting a clear intent I'm going to win I want to go and try and win this but sometimes you just need a bit of patience. I just like to be Rangers played. I thought the midfield was. I thought Ryan Jack was. Well, it's interesting. Was immense, well, mate. Because we're going to talk about. I was wanting to ask you about that. The, there's been a, a debate now about the psychological damage mm-hmm. or, or, or the psychological boost in terms of Celtic that mm. they will have taken from this match, um, and one or two people have been discussing Ryan Jack. And the fact that Ryan Jack looked inconsolable on the final whistle, um, obviously really emotional about it. To me, I'm surprised that we're having a debate about that because. Well, can I go in first? Point? Can I go first in terms of how will it affect both teams going forward? Yes. Obviously, Celtic winning, Rangers losing. Celtic are clearly Neil, going to get. Neil Lennon a, thinks it's massive. That's the, his word, massive well, for Celtic. I to, think to have played not very well. And still to come out with that trophy. I think that's why why Celtic will get a confidence boost off that. Mm-hmm. They've still won the game with Rangers dominating so much. So clearly, Rangers, eh, sorry, Celtic are going to get a boost off that. I think Rangers, on the other hand, I it's going to be a hard forty-eight hours after the game. Disappointing, no winning a trophy, but I think they've got to take a lot of positives out of it. I think the way they performed, the way they dominated. That's what they've got to take out. The negative is you don't win a cup. It's a big negative. It's a hard one to take. It's a sore one to take. But I think you've got to take the positives of it. You've got to, the way they played, the way they, as I say, the way they dominated the game, performances of, of certain individuals in the game. I mean, I think that would have probably been the quietest game that Alan McGregor... He's not made a save. No. He's not made a save. He's picked the ball out the net. So is that is that what you do then? Do you do you yep. do you watch that game over and say, look, see if you play no. like this again at Celtic Park? I wouldn't watch the it over. Of December. I think they're intelligent enough footballers to realise how much they dominated the game. But at the end of the day, it's about winning. I would rather play badly and win a trophy and have a winner's medal than play the way. Rangers did and won nothing mm-hmm. now that dressing room it's is that a mentality thing because that's another thing that's thrown at Rangers yep. that Celtic have got the mentality because they're tried and tested 10 consecutive trophies by the way an incredible achievement mm-hmm. but it's almost as if winning and getting over the line is now part men- of Celtic's but then DNA but the mentality thing people would say before Rangers have not got the mentality go for Celtic or play well against Celtic what happened in the last Old Firm game at Ibrooks? That's what was getting mm-hmm. brought up all the time. Yes. Now Rangers have gone shown that they can match Celtic and better them on a pitch. The only thing they didn't do was win the trophy. So then it's flipped again that it's a mentality thing. Celtic have clearly got a strong mentality. Clearly got that. You can see. And I think Rangers have got it. They just need to win. <laughs> Aye, and win a trophy and win a trophy yep that's all they need to do I don't think they're far away I really don't I mean people are now saying you know someday I heard saying that that's 10 consecutive trophies which is unbelievable never, never, there'll never be a record like that again no, I don't think that oh, I, I don't well that, well, that's interesting because I think you know if, unless Rangers manage to find a way of winning the league then it's certainly going to get to 11 and it might well get to 12 before the end of the season which mm. is Incredible numbers. Well, it is. There's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that to win 10... <laughs> Sorry. 
domestic trophies in a row is some feat. That is an incredible feat. Can you see it getting to 11? 12? Oh, I'd be doing everything I could if I was in that dressing room. <laughs> eh, eh, no, make it go to 11 or, or 12. But that is down to Rangers now. And, uh, people have asked me, is it going to affect them? And I've been saying, no, I think you've got to try and take the the positives of it. You've got to. Mm-hmm. If you go and you look and you feel sorry for yourself and mop about, that's no good. The best thing for Rangers is the game on Thursday. And that's right? what the psychology thing does come into it because yeah, if, if, the if best Rangers thing, react badly to this, it, right. could, it could send them into their shells. Be disappointed, but let it hurt you. Let it hurt you. Because it's no nice when your closest rivals go and pick up, a, up an R trophy when you've just been beaten by them. Make it hurt you. But the best thing for Rangers is they've got a big game on Thursday mm-hmm. coming up. That's what you would want. You would want a game as quickly as possible. I've been in a situation myself and it's horrible. It's a horrible three days after it. You don't want to be seen with people. You don't want people to, to talk to you. You just want that game coming quickly as possible. And that's what the Rangers boys need to do. And I, I think they'll go in Thursday. I think they'll... Uh, they'll give, give them a, a going over young boys we'll, we'll come to that one later in your predictions for that Barry the, what have you made of the debate about Ryan Jack and his reaction on the final whistle and these you know comments about being a bad look and and you know the comments about Scott Brown will look at that and it will embolden him and make him feel even stronger and feel as if you know Celtic really have got the measure of Rangers because of Jack's reaction. I, I must say, I'm very surprised that it's been discussed. I would have thought that the raw emotion of playing in a cup final and losing it, especially you put in a performance like Ryan Jack did, which was second only to Fraser Foster's in the day for me. Um, I would imagine it's quite natural to be emotional at the end of a, a 90 minutes like that. And yet, there has been this big debate about whether it was right, whether it was wrong. What, what's, what's your view on it? What, on the comment that... On the fact that we're having a debate, on Jack's so, reaction itself. So you're I mean, not I've seen you quite emotional well, so at the end of the I'm just about to say. I think it's a ridiculous comment. So you're not allowed to be emotional. Is a man not allowed to be emotional? Whether you, I, I'm being emotional in my career when I've won and I've been emotional in my career when I've lost. No tears running down my eyes or anything. You well up at things, and but that that I was an emotional guy. No, I would think tears were streaming down Ryan Jack's face, but the guy is hurting after losing a game. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And for people to come out and comment about it and say you wouldn't see Scott Brown doing it, I think that's just it's ridiculous, mm. silly. I mean, the the inference seems to be that it, it emotional makes Rangers wait, look wait, wait, weak. Wait. It's bollocks. <laughs> it is, it's, listen, I would rather see people emotional. It shows me that they, they care. care. Is, it, look, is a man not allowed to be emotional? I've been emotional many times in my in my, my life. I was emotional when I lost things. Um, in terms of playing football, when I lost the FA Cup final, I was emotional welling up a bit because it was what an opportunity because of the for the start of the season you do the qualifiers you get into the Champions League group you're emotional put out of that into the Europa League uh, your uh, UEFA Cup sorry it was called at that time mm-hmm. and then it was an emotional roller coaster right through that emotional Fiorentina well, that's right, the semi-final I goes up um, as captain Give me the ball, I'll take the first penalty. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the goalkeeper, what a save he made. <laughs> and then I'm walking back up and I'm seeing my, I, I was emotional at that time because I seen my, my teammates, all oh, the group hug, but you could see. Standing across the centre line. Their heads went down a wee bit and I'd let them down. So Because this was an opportunity yep, that would never come again. 100% and Oh my God, was I emotional when that final penalty went in? And what was going? Take me back to that. What is going through your head 
Because I could have, I could have, ru- spanners. I could have ruined it. No, just for my teammates. No, can, can you actually? I'm asking. You've missed the penalty. No, I'm telling you, you've, what's tu- you've turned around. You're walking back towards the halfway line. Take me inside your head. See what's that going 35, on? 40 yard walk when I missed that penalty. Three or four thoughts went through my mind. One, I could have let that group of players that I'm walking towards down. I could have let that group that are standing, the staff, over at the dugout. And most importantly, I could have let the three or four thousand fans that are behind the goal and the countless hundreds of thousands of fans that are watching it on TV. That's what goes through my mind. And then when that goal went in, I think it was Nacho who scored the winning penalty mm-hmm. to go through. Did I well up inside? Of course I did. I mean, I, I can only imagine... Because I knew I wasn't going to get my... All over the place in a situation yeah. like that. Did I well up a bit? Of course I did. Was I emotional in addressing them? There was emotion from everybody, from Walter Smith, right down to the kit man, Jimmy Bell. There was emotion everywhere in that dressing room. Tears of joy, whatever. They all went, no tears streaming down. I'm talking about just welling up, because, yeah, you've made it yet for cup final. Mm-hmm. And I, had, I was, seen I was well enough because I knew, things. great, I'm going back to Glasgow and I'm not going to get my head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and then I, I've done it with my one as well. So for people to make comments that, what's he doing that for and what's all that about? I don't buy into it. Mm. I would I imagine it's quite commonplace. I mean, I? but I'm speaking as a guy that cries every time Mickey dies in Rocky Three. I get emotional about that. There's uh, that. The Green Mile. I watch the Green Mile. I'm in bits, absolute even bits. Even if I'm watching some documentaries on things with families or whatever, struggling and, and you, just things like that, I get emotional with that. So for a, boy, for a guy who had a, an exceptional game to show disappointment, I don't see anything wrong with it. Mm. And for the guy to, he says, would you, would you see the opposite end? I'm sure there's been emotion for um, the opposition. So I, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the, the comments. And what I will say is, I've done it throughout my career. I know plenty of players who have done it throughout their career, shown emotion. I have not got a single problem with that I, at I, all. I'd find it more strange if, People weren't showing emotion. They uh, weren't showing emotion. Stone-faced. Suggesting me, well, do you care uh, about the outcome of this? I, I, I've seen people celebrating. Some people are not like, celebrating. You know what uh, I mean? I'm, I'm away. Like, just going through the motions. Uh, here's in the back of your ne- uh, neck standing up type things. So emotion's part and parcel of the game for me. I like I like seeing people with emotion. Some people are different, Jacko, don't show emotion, but that's their makeup. That's in their makeup. But... In my personality, or whatever you want to call it, I was real emotional inside. Yeah, I, I find the whole and thing. And I, I, I had no problem showing it on the outside. What, is a man not allowed to show emotion? Is this what, what it's all about? You've got to be tough and gritty-faced. I, I don't understand it. I don't even understand no. where, the, where the whole debate has come from. I really don't. No, no, I, when, I, when I seen it, the debate, actually... I think the debate started, was it Twitter or something? I don't know. I'm not on this. Mm-hmm. And it was one of my mates who'd... I spoke to him and says, have you seen this? And actually he says, no, I've read it up, mate. And I'm thinking, why is that even a story? Mm. For somebody to show emotion? I don't get it. Look, I mean, sport is full of it. Mm -hmm. Going back to Paul Gascoigne and France 98, when he broke down in tears after getting the booking that, right. was, that would have kept him out of World Cup a different golf I'm a big golf fan you see golfers emotional tennis players breaking down in tears Andy Murray has broke did, did, was it a bad look when Andy Murray broke down in tears when he lost the Wimbledon you know final that, that is just uh, emotion running through that guy you know what I mean just a uh, well he managed look, to come back from that didn't he <laughs> I bet look uh, I don't uh, I have got no problem whatsoever with Footballers showing emotion because you're a footballer, you know. <laughs> you know, no, strange, strange, strange. Anyway, the, the, the bottom line is what really matters as far as 
Rangers is concerned Celtic not so much Celtic have got a free and they're going over to close I, I would imagine that Lenny will rest quite a number of well, players if, if I'm him I put out as, as you know yep because I'd, I'd, I'd probably leave about you know eight, six, seven, eight. my, my core players I would doesn't matter. They've won the group. Yeah, they've won the there's group. Nothing to, there's nothing to get exercised about over there. It's just a, it's just a, a fixture that has to be fulfilled. Yep. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he'll, he'll leave his big, big players out. The guys that he. Now Scott Brown decided to remove himself from it anyway by de- by being so determined to get himself booked Aye. in the last game. Of Celtic. Uh, <laughs> Where, <before> done that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think look. Celtic have done their bit they've, they've won the group and you've got to give them credit yeah. Yeah. so it's an opportunity maybe for the fringe boys or even some of the younger boys to go and experience yeah. travelling away mm-hmm. playing in a different country playing against uh, international players because Cluj are a, a decent standard yeah. so I think it'll be a good opportunity for that so I can't see them even considering that guys that would be first names on his team sheet, they'll be totally left out. No, it's cotton wool job, yep. isn't it? Aye. Yep. Um, Rangers, on the other hand, have got a monumental Aye. match on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where we will get to see the first indications of psychologically, did the cup final defeat really yep. impact? Or, proof, or does it act as a spur? Yeah, because the proof will be in the pudding. I don't think it will affect them, as I said before. I think you've got to take the positives out of that game. Obviously, the big negative is a pointed out a, n- a number of times as not winning and getting beat off your arch rivals had 48, hour, 48 hours after it I would have guessed they would have been off on the Monday just get away and mm-hmm. take a bit of time out been in Tuesday and it's just about getting back on that training field and getting a touch of the ball and saying right you know what the only way we can put this right is oh, we've got a massive game Thursday night we need a point we're not even going for a point. Point doesn't even come into your mindset. Three points. Let's go and run over the top of young boys. Run over the top of them. 52,000 will be there. Atmosphere. I'm sure the Rangers fans will be behind them. There's no doubt in my mind. Again, they'll be disappointed, but they would seen how the Rangers team played. So go out and put a show on. I've got to say to you, Barry, given where Rangers have been, Given that there is now such disappointment about losing a cup final against Celtic, if they then a few days later respond to that by going into the knockout stages of the Europa League by winning their their section, Uh that's shown the steps of progression all the way, isn't it? 100%. They can can do that. It almost wipes out Mm -hmm. some of the bad feeling from the weekend because, look... I don't think that'll go away for. I don't think that'll. I'm saying 48 hours as a footballer because you've got to get back into training. You've got to raise that for your mind. You've got to, you know, albeit how much hurt. I'll be in the back of the minds of the Rangers fans. They'll be disappointed. They wanted to go out and celebrate, and and the Sunday. But as you says, the proof will be in the pudding on Thursday night. It's only an opinion. Do I think it'll it'll harm them? No, I don't. I don't. I think. The manager will have a sit down with him, have a quick chat. I think there's enough in that dressing room. Like say Alan McGregor's and Stevie Davis, albeit he's injured, but it's important that they players now step up and be leaders, mm-hmm. which I think they will. And I think Thursday night will take care of itself. But Once you get the first touch of that ball, and you'll see the Rangers fans prediction, them. Prediction, Baz? 2-0. 2-0? Yep. Okay. What's yours? Eh... Uh, I'll be interested two things. One, I'll be interested to see what the team is. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Steve Davis. Is he? He's a, I think Stephen. Uh, I think the manager Gerard said that um, he was two or three weeks. Right. Okay. Um, well, then you've got Ryan Jackson E because that would you know. Uh, didn't, did you see the? It looked to me as if he got a couple of studs in it, and I think he's been able to play through. The... I bet he bounced off the ground. Did you see it? Yeah, well, it was I, I think it was the trailing leg mm-hmm. when he made the tackle on Lewis Morgan. I think Lewis Morgan's trailing. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine if, if it's a... That's a sore one if it's opened up two holes in his knee, though. Oh. I know that he could play through it in adrenaline at the weekend, but Steve Davis played through the ankle knock at Pataudry that's now put him out for two or three mm-hmm. weeks. So it could could be a, could be an but, issue. If well, Davo looks if he'll certainly but if Ryan Jack's out, that's a... Big problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want yeah. to see the team and... And then again, 
it is a matter of how you know their mentality can respond. Uh, but as I say, I think, we, I can think, only, we can only see the response in the game. We can all talk about it. We can all have our, our say about do you think it'll affect them? I don't. Well, I don't. The, one, the other one thing that I'd throw into the equation is having seen the first game away from home against Young Boys of Bern, I didn't think they were any great shakes. So if Rangers are anywhere near themselves and the, mm-hmm. the levels they've been hitting recently, then I, I would agree with you. I think, I think Aye, they will I'm win. I'm going to now. I don't think it will have any effect. The only issue I've got is what you just said there. Centre midfield. Is of Ryan Jack, but he's had a big game. He'll be all right. Mm-hmm. He'll be all right. He'll right. be... And then, and then this season it's hurtling past isn't it it's just big game after big game drama after drama we've had this whole hearts thing going on um, I'm struggling to make much sense of it because so it's taken forever for them to get well, a guy who applied for a job and who was hearts first choice mm-hmm. and the guy obviously chose hearts because he applied for it then we've had this whole issue about compensation the Barnsley, Barnsley. situation well, eventually he's in the door and now that he's in the door, an announcement that Craig Levine and Austin McPhee will be joint sporting directors for the foreseeable future. That This club is in danger of shooting itself seriously in the foot here, uh, Barry. I mean, I know, I, I found it strange when I, I seen the comments myself. Strange, just, I was surprised. I was surprised. Mm. Obviously, it's took a bit of time to get the manager. Look, Done a no bit of research, but read up on the guy. He's got a good pedigree in terms of done well at Barnsley. Yeah, uh, yeah. He did. Got them up. He got them up. I know he got sacked because they were uh, or sacked or what? What? What happened there? Is the gardening leave he was on or whatever? That seems to be the area uh, of confusion. Nobody. Anyway, they've decided he's the right man for the job. Which Barnsley, got every, Barnsley are claiming that he was trying to get himself. He was. But he was speaking to another an, yeah. another championship club, right? Anyway. He was clear their number one target. They've went and got him. And then, obviously, Sankton Craig Levine. He goes back in, you're told, I think he was doing something with the youths or something. Yeah. Austin McPhee. still meant to be his remit as sporting director. On Austin McPhee. I, I think it's just better for Hearts have a clean slate. And Craig Levine and was go- involved in then bringing I know, I, a new I, man in and giving him a tour. It's a strange one. I think if your hearts, I'd be starting to get concerned because uh, yeah. I think you need clear leadership here. I think you need to be decisive. <laughs> I think this sounds like a club in a serious model. And when you look at the performances and the points that they've taken over the last wee while, that would really well, let's concern Let's look at on that. I think hearts are in the relegation. You know what I mean? I know we're in December. There's still another four and a half or so month left to go in the season, but they're in danger, yeah. eh? Uh, and it needs leadership he's struggling here it needs leadership yep. it needs clarity yep and I watched his press uh, conference a bit on uh, the TV yesterday um, and obviously his English is no no great um, but I, I just thought he would have brought his own people with him it would have been bang clear the decks clear the whatever you want to call it right we're in this is this is the way we're going forward now you hear um, Craig and, and Austin McPhee who's struggled since he took over as caretaker are still at the club not just at the club but taking on the duties of the sporting director and, and, and co-sharing it uh, and is it recruitment as well they're doing recruitment video analysis I think yep. it was Austin McPhee's remit recruitment mm-hmm. was one of the things I'm sure I, I heard getting said about Austin McFree yeah was, that's his remit whereas yeah. Craig Levine is the youth side of it and other stuff mm-hmm. I, if I'm a Hearts fan I'm concerned because I'm not I'm unsure myself mm-hmm. so I'm I'm more than positive that a lot of Hearts fans are thinking well, what, what is how important would it be for the manager to go off to he needs to get off to a, start, a, a winning start this weekend yeah I'm, I'm sure that it normally happens that you get a kick off a new manager coming in you seen what happened at Hibs Normally you get it. You'll have a few days to go and work with them. But for me, I look at Hearts and they, they've got to be challenging for Europe. Mm-hmm. 
the infrastructure they've got, the stadium they have, the training ground. Oh, made a, the, the, and I, the I'll, I'll be honest with you. The organisation is what's letting it down. Aye. It's been criminally underperformed. But you've got to give Anne Budge credit for what she, where that club was. For running the business side yeah, of it. Yeah, the business side running, of it. Running the football side of it has proven it to be a bit problematic. Aye, for I don't know what's what there. And I think that's the issue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I'm not a heart supporter. So I would bet my bottom dollar there's a lot of Hearts fans, season ticket holders, been fans for 20, 30, 40 years in the same boat as yourselves because you're the same as well. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's doing what. I'd, Obviously, I'd, we know who the new manager is. It worries me. It worries me and it's worried me for a while and I've said it for a while, Barry, that I think Ann Budge has got absolute stars in her eyes with Craig Levine. Mm-hmm. And... I think that I that thought he was. I thought he was just away. No, well, that's what that's what should have happened at any other football club. That is what happens. Mm-hmm. You make the decision. You're you're basically removing a guy from two jobs, so you're saying that he's incapable of doing those two jobs. Aye. And then you keep him on. The stand and then you bring use him as an advisor, the, and then you use him to be involved in the talks to bring in the guy who actually helps replace himself in the mm-hmm. dugout. The whole thing. Did Stendhal bring in a backroom stuff? I think he might be bringing one assistant, but the existing network so see the, is, see the, the staff will still be there. The staff that were behind Austin McPhee will still be there? Yes. So Stendhal's bringing... Just I, the last I heard it was one guy that I, might, I, might be coming I'm in I'm as an I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a... It's a strange one. Yeah, I take a bit, I take a bit of keen interest for for one reason because I used to go through there when my brother played my dad you know what I mean and watch watch Derek when he played with yeah. Hearts and it's always one of the clubs where you always keep an eye out and I love going there it's a great club oh, it's a great stadium and this is this is what's my so favourite. frustrating people they, say, they really should be punching their weight in this league they're people not they're to me near it. Celtic Park you know what your favourite going there ah, it was great see going to Tynecastle I loved it right <laughs> I'm talking they were breathing on you <laughs> They were breathing on you. A couple of times you go to get that ball when it goes out and you're picking up a quick throw and off, man. <laughs> right on you. But it's a great place to, to play football. What, what a... I just... I, I don't know where the place is going. Mm. I, I think really interesting to see. Really interesting. I, I, I know. Do you know what? It'll be interesting to see what... Because obviously it'll need to come out because I'm sure the Hearts fans will want answers. What, what's going on in the background they're getting treated a little bit contemptuously as far as I can see and I mm-hmm. think also there's been statements for Ann Budge she's almost talking down to them Ann Budge needs to remember these are the people that are financing this club mm-hmm. so I think they're the real choppy waters here and the only thing that she can hope and pray upon now is, results. is that this guy gets off to an absolute yep. flyer mm-hmm. and that'll just help to calm the noise down yep. if if it doesn't start well if, if the results that Austin McPhee has been having if this continues under the new man, then I think there's there's real uh, problems. You need there. to go off to a flyer. That they've got St. Johnson at time, that they're at home. I'm sure the fans. The good news is that Oz McPhee will be doing the video analysis for that, so that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, St. Johnson, they picked up a, a decent result last week. Yeah, away from home, mm-hmm. so it's one of the ones they need to come out the traps. Tommy Wright will fancy it. Tommy Wright will fancy it. Listen, they'll come out the traps, Hearts. But if St. John's can keep on quiet. Right, and let's move on to the other two games. What, what's your prediction for that one first? Do you think, I mean, it's hard to predict, isn't it? You don't is know that, what, what you I, I mean, I don't know. I just know what the job we done to get Barnsley promoted. Um, a decent CV we get and somebody promoted. Yeah, I don't I'm know. You, I'm not going to ask you to predict that game. I can't. Because <laughs> you can't you've no idea what, if they're going to get a bounce or not. No, I predicted Kamala to beat St. Johnson last week. Mm-hmm. But was it St. Johnson they were playing? Um, St John who was St Johnson playing last week who no no that was a week before but listen Tommy Wright was get, has been getting a wee bit um, a wee bit of slack uh, not a wee bit of slack I'm saying he needs to be cut a bit of slack mm-hmm. Tommy Wright yeah he's overachieved over the years he's yeah. done some job but man. he is having a tricky season he is, a real tricky season it's, it's a hard one for him I like Tommy Wright mm-hmm. I think he's a good manager Right, and that brings us back to the shenanigans at the top of the table, Barry. You've got two games on Sunday, 
starting with Rangers going away to Motherwell, and then you've got Celtic at home to Hibs. What are you anticipating from that? Because, again, does it all depend? Certainly, I would imagine from a Rangers perspective, it, a lot depends on what momentum or otherwise is picked up from the Thursday night. Did, did they get back on the bike, get a result, and then they go in and Motherwell flying? If they have a bad result on Thursday night, then they go to Motherwell on the back of dropping points at Bataudry in the back of losing a Betfred Cup final, on the back of maybe going out of Europe on the Thursday night, mm. then they go to Motherwell. That could, I mean, that's a potential crisis uh, point. It's, it's unthinkable, the game at the weekend, going to Motherwell and dropping points. It's unthinkable. You can't. You can't drop points as simple as that. They've got to have, have that in their, their head. They can't. They can't go there and drop any points whatsoever. And yet, this is this I, is I one says, of the venues. For I know a couple season. of people. Are, are, actually, somebody texted me. Somebody wrote the record. Aye, Barry Ferguson says that you can't see any of the old firm dropping points. I, I, I didn't. The first forty minutes at Aberdeen. Rangers were bossing it. Yeah. I'm sitting there eating onion rings, man. I was honestly buzzing, <laughs> buzzing. I, I, what a performance! And we were actually texting. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like the second half. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it's unthinkable. They can't they can't drop any more points. I don't see Celtic dropping points at the weekend against Hibs. No. Players will get rested, as we spoke fresh. about previously. Yeah. They'll be fresh. Um, Celtic will win that game. Rangers have got to win, as simple as that. If Rangers were to have a, a bad and Thursday night, a bad Thursday night, right, right. right? Because the, the, old, the old thing is you're only three games away for a crisis. Well, Pataudry, the cup final in Europe, that puts you in a crisis point. Oh, you're only one put game. you in a crisis point going to Motherwell, who are the form team outside of the, the old firm in the league. Motherwell away. Well, you've These got are to potentially get, difficult times. Ah, you've got to give Motherwell credit. They're sitting third in the league. They're a good team, Motherwell. Certainly at first part, it's one of the places I, I never enjoy going. Mm-hmm. Always found it difficult and it'll be no different for for the Rangers team on in, in Sunday um, but uh, look you've got to, it's unthinkable to drop any more points right okay so give me a prediction for Celtic straightforward 3-0 home win I'd say 3-1 I'll go 3-0 and I will go a 2-1 win for Rangers away from home no, I think Rangers will win 2-0 I do right well, predictions made, they're on the table. Let's see where we are over the weekend. You've made your predictions for Europe as well. I think it's just a hectic few days. It's going to be a hectic December. But we'll be back here to discuss it all next week. Barry, thank you. No worries.